Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mushtar FM 89.6. This is World Politics. I am Maria, and today with me I have... Carmen. And Samantha. How are you, girls? Very good. I am excited to know everything we are going to talk about today. I'm also very excited about today's topic. What is the topic today, Maria? Well, Samantha, today we are getting mysterious Ooh. because we will be talking about the things that we don't see or maybe we're not aware of, and that is conspiracy theories. I'm very curious about this topic. So a lot of conspiracy theories we have now. Yes. Well, first of all, I want to ask you girls, what is your opinion about conspiracy theories? For me, conspiracy theories are fun, curious, and entertainment. The truth is that I don't usually give them much importance, but I found them fun. There are some conspiracy that I don't believe at all. For example, there are still people who believe that the hair is flat. I think that this is proven enough not to believe it. But there are others conspiracies that why not? They could be. What about you, Samantha? I don't believe conspiracy theories at all, but as Carmen have said, it's very funny to get known these theories because sometimes I just don't understand the logic of these theories. And talking about the flat earth that Carmen mentioned, it's like very funny, but in the same time, it's connected with the previous facts that people, for example, a lot of years were thinking the same way. And there is a special conference with people, forums, and they discuss it in scientific way. So it's very interesting to get known the theories, uh, the arguments, and I also think that some conspiracy theories are connected with the facts that people want to believe in something. For example, we'll discuss today why some celebrities are still alive. I think that it's also connected with the emotions of the fans. They just want to think that their favorite celebrities are alive. So there are a lot of reasons of conspiracy theories, and it's very interesting to get known. Yes, I agree with you too. I also think they're very fun. And today I am starting with a conspiracy theory that says that birds aren't real, which I find that is so, so funny. It all started on a march where Peter McIndo held up a sign and talked about how the deep state had replaced all birds with drones. It was meant as a small act of satire, but has become a mass movement. The Guardian was the one that I read the article from The Guardian, and they told us that in early 20. 2017, this guy called Peter McIndo was studying psychology at the University of Arkansas and visiting friends in Memphis, Tennessee. This was right after the Donald Trump election and things were really tense. I remember people walking around saying they felt as if they were in a movie. Things felt so unstable. That's what he said. It was the weekend of simultaneous women marches across the US and McIndo looked out of the window and noticed counter-protesters who were older, bigger white men. They were clear aggravators. They were encroaching on something that was not their event. They had no business being there. And he added to that, it felt like chaos because the world felt like chaos. So yeah, basically there were some men who were protesting this women's march and this guy decided to make a placard and went out to join that march. He said, it's not like I sat down and thought, I'm going to make a satire. I just thought, I should write a sign that has nothing to do with what's going on. An absurdist statement to bring to the equation. That statement was was birds are unreal. As he stood with the counter-protesters and they asked what his sign meant, he improvised. He said he was part of a movement that had been for around
around 50 years and was originally started to save American birds, but had failed. The deep state had destroyed them all and replaced them with surveillance drones. Every bird you see is actually a tiny feather robot <laughs> watching you. Someone was filming him and put it on Facebook. And of course, it went viral. And Memphis is still the center of the birds are in real movement. Or is it a movement? You could call it a situationist spectacle, a piece of rolling performance art, or a collective satire. MSNBC called it a mass coping mechanism for Generation Z. And as it has hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, mass at least is on the money. So basically, it's a made-up conspiracy theory that is just realistic enough, as conspiracies go, to convince Canon supporters that birds aren't real, but has just enough satirical flags that Generation Z recognizes immediately what's going on. It's a conspiracy within a conspiracy. Birds aren't real didn't stay in Memphis. Mackindo recalls being back at college, five hours away from Memphis, and he said, I remember seeing videos of people chanting, birds aren't real, at high school football games, and seeing graffiti of birds aren't real. At first, I thought, this is crazy, but then I wonder, what is making this resonate with people? It's no surprise that it first gained popularity among high schoolers. The younger you are, the quicker you get it. Teenagers understand it, they don't need footnotes, Mackindo says. I asked my two own teenagers if they were aware of birds aren't real. They went off on some crazy extemporizing where pigeon was pronounced pigeon and doves had the greatest surveillance accuracy and it seemed that they really did have a good working knowledge of how a fake conspiracy theory functioned with its need for jargon and taxonomy. Then I asked the next day and it turned out that they'd never heard of it. They were just talk taking the piss. And he talked about how he created this character that went around with the sign and he said it was a character based on the people I grew up around. I grew up in deeply conservative Arkansas in a homeschool environment. I had this intensely negative experiences of it. I'm not a conservative person. At a very young age, I became more of an observer than a participant, which created a real loneliness from an ideological standpoint. Basically, this conspiracy theory came from a joke of a guy just trying to be funny and just to go watch the street. But some people actually took it seriously. Do you girls think that this is why conspiracy theories exist? Or do you believe that there is another reason? It's really funny to think that birds are drones watching us. But I believe that if the birds did not exist, that will alter the relationship between all the other animals and we will have serious problems that we don't have. So I believe that conspiracy theories become strong because there are people who need to make sense of some things or who need to blame something for what happened in the world. I also think that sometimes conspiracy theory exists because people give importance to what some people tell us, for example, suddenly there are people who think that if a psychology from the University of Arkansas said that the virus don't exist, will be because he has investigated it and it is true. So also matter a lot who tells the theories and how they tell it. I think that conspiracy theories, uh, why they're so interesting for the people, it's because sometimes of overthinking that we want to find the reason of everything and we can believe that apparent events can exist. We need to find it something new, something interesting. And also how Carmen has mentioned, some people, they just maybe want the attention to be the first person who has said it to make this big event. Because in most cases, 
it's even the conspiracy theories they can be announced in the news or in some programs. So I think that it's connected also with the factor of getting the attention. For example, with this guy, we are talking about him now. So he got this attention. So there is a lot of reason, like as I have said, or thinking that people can believe. Oh no, we need to find another reason, something new, and also the people who wants be the creator of the new theory. Yeah, I think it's funny because this guy didn't actually believe this theory. He just wanted to make a joke, and there are actually people who believed it. And I think maybe this happens a lot because people have paranoia and they believe that they are being watched, that the government is watching them, that they are being like followed and stalked. And I just think that this is the best example to start on because we can see that this actually started as a joke and it went on to be something really big. I also think that there are people who prefer that other theme for them, and that is why the conspiracy theory become strong. And I think that one of the biggest conspiracy theories there are out there are like secret organizations and like the Illuminati. But yeah, I think those are like the biggest conspiracy theories out there. Like Carmen, what can you tell us about that? I want to talk about the Bilderberg Club. It's a private and almost secret forum that has been meeting once a year since 1954. This meeting is attended by more or less the 130 most influential people in the world. There are politicians, people from the world of industry, the military, world the finances, royalty, the media. To attend, it is necessary to receive an invitation. The name of this club comes from the hotel where the first meeting took place in the Netherlands. There are those who think that this group of people means to talk about the major international usage that affects the world in a relaxed and open way, but there are those who think that they mean to impose a world government that ends the sovereignty of states. There are the ones who control what happened to keep their they are like a governments of governments. One of the most controversial aspects of this club is its secrecy. People who attend meets under the Shanton House rule, by which they can say what was said, but without saying the people who said it to protect the opinion of the participant. In addition, access to the press is not allowed. For more information about this group, you can visit their website, 3wbilderbergmeeting.org. Or for example, I recommend you read the different books published by Cristina Martín Jiménez, a journalist specializing in the history and action of this club. According to this journalist in the secret meeting of the Bilderberg Club, the future of the world is decided and the objectives of the club is to end our personal freedoms and manipulate us through a single world government established in the UN. As she explained in one of her books, the flu A pandemic, global warming or the financial crisis of 28 are facts fabricated by the Bilderbergs to keep the population in fear and consequently controlling. In conclusion, Bilderberg will be like the aid that sits everything and controls everything. The debate is diplomacy or conspiracy. What do you think of this theory? Have you ever it before? I think not this one exactly, but yeah, I think it's very common to hear about organizations or like secret organizations that control the world and how the world works. And for us, it is normal that uh, leader bosses and influential people to try to get agreements. Or do you feel control it? 
I think that there can be a possibility of existing such organizations because I have heard about even this organization were existing in the past, maybe two or three hundred years ago. Of course, it's very hard to explain because we don't have any evidence about it. Also, okay, there can be the report, but like the video proofs, etc. But I think that politics, it's very complicated and diplomacy in total. It's a very complicated topic and sometimes there can be some facts like people who is controlling it. So I think there's a little possibility of it that some political, let's say, politicians can be in this club because sometimes we can see some very unpredictable events in politics, in economics, in different countries that people can control. And also we will talk about the COVID, but I think that politics can control people if they feel the fear. But it's very interesting, complicated topic that can have and should have the proofs and evidence in this. But it has the chance to exist. Yes, exactly. And as Samantha has said, we are going to talk about COVID-related conspiracies right now. In the past two years, the whole world has been affected by COVID, as we all know. And even though it was a very serious problem, that hasn't stopped people from inventing conspiracy theories about the situation. The first one is blaming 5G. This conspiracy theory should be easy to debunk. It is biologically impossible for viruses to spread using the electromagnetic spectrum. The latter are waves, photons, while the former are biological particles composed of proteins and nucleate acids. But that isn't really the point. Conspiracy theories are enticing because they often link two things which at first might appear to be correlated. In this case, the rapid rollout of 5G networks was taking place at the same time the pandemic hit. Cue a viral meme linking the two, avidly promoted by anti-vaccine activists who have been long spreading fears about electromagnetic radiation edged on by the Kremlin. It is worth repeating, as the World Health Organization points out, that viruses cannot travel on mobile networks and that COVID-19 is spreading rapidly in many countries that do not have 5G networks. Even so, this conspiracy theory, after being spread by celebrities with big social media followings, has led to cell phone towers being set on fire in the UK and elsewhere. Talking about this fire, I have seen the videos and it's incredible, like a lot of people shouting went to these towers and they just fired it, were crashing everything. And I have seen like people truly believe in it because I think it can be connected that there is some a little of scientific proofs. Yes, and a lot of people, we don't know these details of scientific facts. Okay, we see they're talking about the scientific facts. So I will believe in it because it's scientifically proved, but it's not the truth sometimes. And I was so surprised to see the people so addicted on this idea that they just crashed and to see this violence. Yes, I agree with you. The truth is that I had not heard this theory, but it was amazing because obviously virus cannot travel on mobile network. If uh, that were so, certainly we would have already got many other diseases. It's clear that mobile phones um electromagnetic reduction can produce things, but at virus, I don't believe it. So for me, it's very, very curious how people believe in it. 
And also people believe that maybe one person is responsible for the whole COVID thing. In this case, they used Bill Gates as a scapegoat. Most conspiracy theories, like the viruses they resemble, constantly mutate and have several variants circulating at any one time. Many of these plots and subplots seem to involve Bill Gates, who became a new target of disinformation after gently criticizing the defunding of the World Health Organization. According to the New York Times, anti-vaxxers, members of Canon, and right-wing pundits have seized on a video of a 2015 TED Talk given by Gates, where he discussed the Ebola outbreak and warned of a new pandemic to bolster their claims that he had foreknowledge of the COVID pandemic or even purposely caused it. A recent variant of this conspiracy theory, particularly beloved by anti-vaccination activists, is that the idea that COVID is a part of a dastardly Gates-led plot to to vaccinate the world's population. There is some truth in this. Of course, vaccinating much of the world's population may well be the only way to avoid an eventual death toll in the tens of millions. But anti-vaxxers don't believe vaccines work. Instead, some have spread the myth that Gates wants to use a vaccination program to implant digital microchips that will somehow track and control people. The spread of misinformation has meant that ID2020, a small non-profit that focuses on establishing digital IDs for poorer people around the world, has had to call the FBI, the Cornell Alliance for Science, partly funded by the Bill and Melissa Gates Foundation. And talking about Bill Gates, also there was a story, as you have mentioned, he had a lot of interviews and there also was the TED Talk in 2010. He has said on this talk, first, we have got population. He said during the talk organized by TED, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of about 1.3. So even 10 years ago, he has said that the population is growing and it's bad. He connected it with the natural resources that we consume in a lot, etc. And he has said like vaccines will reduce the population for 10 and 15 percent. And I think and there was also the reports who have said because of this interview, even 10 years ago, people will think, okay, and he's creating the vaccine. It's very strange. And also there was another report. Bill Gates has his own company that produces vaccine also in India for the young girls. And there was the evidence that then these young girls lost uh, their babies. So after getting this vaccine, when they were the teenagers, they couldn't get pregnant. So it's also about the reducing the population. I don't know, but I think that there can be some kind of their idea of decreasing the population. But I'm not sure, but it's this quote was very famous and it was connected with this invasion of the vaccine that was uh, produced uh, for the COVID. It is all very juicy, juicy. Very juicy, juicy. I also think that people believe that people with a certain power can do everything. And that is why I think that people can think that he, that Bill Gates, is to blame for this. It doesn't surprise me because they could do a lot of stuff with money. So, yeah, it could make sense. But we still don't know what the truth is, actually. 
There are a lot of them. Like we could do a program just about COVID and its theories because it just it could take forever. But for example, people believe that COVID was created as a biological weapon. Then there are some people that believe that the U.S. military imported COVID into China and that COVID is a plot by big pharmaceutical companies. But the one that I want to end on in this section is that COVID doesn't actually exist, which I think was one of the biggest ones. According to professional conspiracy theorists like David Icke, Infowars, Alex Jones, COVID-19 doesn't actually exist, but it is a plot by the globalist elite to take away our freedom. Early weaker versions of this theory were prevalent on the political right in the notion that the novel coronavirus could be no worse than flu, and later versions are now influencing anti-lockdown protests across several states in the US. Because believers increasingly refuse to observe social distancing measures, they could directly help to spread spread the epidemic further in their localities and increase the resulting death rate. So what do you think about people saying that COVID does not exist? So these theories are very dangerous because we, when we were talking about the, the birds, they don't exist. It's one theory. It's very funny. And we will say about other funny theories. But talking about these global events, about the pandemic, it's very dangerous to believe in such conspiracy theories. Yes, I totally agree with you. Totally, Samantha. I would like to ask all these people that say that COVID doesn't exist, how do explain the death of people? Because also for me, this is the most obvious proof. It's clear that the COVID was something new and coming suddenly. And I think that for this reason, we have to find a meaning for it. And it's amazing what people have said to try to make sense of it. Yes. And so I want to move on to a different topic, although we have talked already about Bill Gates and also about 5G. So, Carmen, I think you can tell us a little bit about conspiracy theories about technology. Exactly. We are talking about technology and control. And I know I know there's conspiracy about Facebook. When Facebook began to be successful, everyone talked about Mark Zuckerberg as that 23 years old boy who had become a billionaire after creating a social network. But it seemed that nobody paid attention to the investment of 40 million made by the CIA to move forward this social network. For this reason, there are people who think that Facebook really exists thanks to the investment of the CIA, because according to an investigation carried out by the journalist Tom Hodgkinson and published in The Guardian newspaper in January of 2008, The CIA invested in Facebook long before it became one of the most popular social networks or internet. The conspiracy theory said that Facebook was bought in 2005 by the CIA through the investment of people like James Breyer, who has linked to company interested in projects related to defense and technology, also through the capital of a financial company that has linked with a company that works for the CIA. So Facebook is presenting as a handless website that helps create and keep interpersonal relationship, but it may be being used by the CIA for data collection and analysis. I don't know. What do you think about this conspiracy? I think that it can be a little bit truth because there was a case when Edward Snowden showed the facts that CIA got their messages and also the videos and the photos of the people on Facebook and there was a trail about it and I have seen the video of this trail where Mark Zuckerberg was in the court and representing his point of view but there was the proof 
Like if we are talking about evidence, before it that we didn't have、uh, some evidence of secret clubs, but here were the evidence that these files, CIA got these files, but it's not connected only with American people. It's Like inner law, okay, you have your local laws, but talking about the international law, it's just overcoming the borders of every country. It's the global problem of、uh, crushing the borders of the freedom. And I think that CIA surely can be in connection with Facebook. This is why I'm not so big fan of using it. <laughs> yes, also we have in Russia the same. They contacted another website and also our. System, let's say like this. They also take files from there, and this is why we have our own Telegram that is not connected with any public、uh, structures. Because in most cases, such organizations as CIA, they see that they're fighting the terrorism, etc., and they need to control everything in order for the defense. But in most cases, they just use these files for their purposes. What purposes? We want to know about it. But there was the proof of it. So I think that it can be the truth. Now I understand that I'm a little believer of conspiracy theories, <laughs> not like I said in the beginning. But in such theories, I can believe. But not that birds don't exist. But in such where there can be the proofs and evidence for sure. I mean, yeah, obviously. Like it has been confirmed that Mark was selling data to also like to advertisers to get money from us. So that's been proved already. But yeah, these kind of theories are more real than others, of course. Editing about advertising, yeah, as you have mentioned, it's totally true because、uh, sometimes we also have the experiment、uh, that we can say something like near the phone and it will check our speech. And that is another. Conspiracy theory. Yes, this connection, Facebook, Google, they are so in the connection. Just uses our personal data that it can be, but it's the global problem. Yes, and as you have said, it should be discussed <laughs> in very big discussion. Yeah, but I want to tell a funny story. Like you know, I'm around you girls who are Russian, and I have never typed anything in Russian on my phone because I don't know Russian because I'm Spanish. And then I was searching on Google the other day, and there was some stuff in Russian. And it's like maybe the phone is hearing you guys speaking in Russian, and it's giving me suggestions in Russian. And I think it's very interesting. Yes, it's. I'm not surprised because, for example, we tried with friends, and we're talking near the phone about dog food. But I don't have dog, and we just were for the fun saying it because in most cases we have, you know, if you want、uh, the telephone, it, you will have the advertise. But it can be connected with your searchings. But I didn't search any dog food at all. And can you believe? Like five minutes later, I had all the advertising about dog food. Like. That、What? is so scary. Yes. So, girls, we have been talking about very serious conspiracy theories, but now I want to focus on more fun ones. Like, have you girls heard that famous people? Well, some of them are reptiles. I didn't hear about it, but it sounds very weird. Truly, yes, I heard it like maybe three or four years ago from a YouTuber, and it's not just a thing that one person believes. It's actually like a really established conspiracy theory. According to Vox, this is not exactly a reptile, but a lizard person. And what is a lizard person? It's just what it sounds like. Lizard people are cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shapeshift into human form. According to David Ick, we have talked about him before. 
a New Age philosopher and one of the most prominent theorists in the lizard people game, these creatures have had their claws in humankind since ancient time. And world leaders like Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, the Clintons and Bob Hope are all lizard people. For me, this is more like a, a science fiction that's conspiracy theory because uh, people who can change the shape of the body is uh, crazy, is another level for me. It totally, it sounds like a TV show. Yeah. But how many Americans believe in lizard people? Well, back in April of 2013, public policy polling conducted a poll about conspiracy theories like aliens and imposter Paul McCartney and, of course, lizard people. And the polling organization found that 4% of Americans believe in lizard people, while another 7% were unsure. Taking this to this absurd extreme, that would imply around 12 million Americans. How do those who believe in lizard people know when someone is a lizard person? So how can you tell that somebody is a lizard person? There are many different theories. If you look at the forums on X site, there are numerous posts either telling people how to spot lizard people or asking how to pick a lizard person out from the crowd. Bump, one of the top lizard person journalists in the field, made a handy guide last year that called lizard person identifiers. Here's the list of lizard person tells. Green eyes. Good eyesight or hearing, having red hair, a sense of not belonging to the human race. I mean, this one, of course. Unexplained scars on the body, love of space, low blood pressure. What do they want? What do lizard people want? World domination. <laughs> Bill Gates is, <laughs> is he a lizard, lizard person? person. <laughs> okay. And where do they come from? Aside from people's paranoia, lizard people are thought to primarily come from the constellation Draco, though there are some theories that reptoids come from other systems like Sirius and Orion too. Basically, they're aliens. Ex-believers say that lizard people have been visiting Earth since ancient times and breeding with humans, which results in more lizard people and more humans with the potential to be lizard people. And now, who are these celebrities? Who are these famous people that are allegedly lizard people? They are supposed to be Barack Obama, Donald Rumsfeld, Madonna, Katy Perry, Bill Clinton, Angelina Jolie, among others. Samantha, I know that you also love gossip and love celebrities and famous people. Do you have any more conspiracy theories about famous people? Yes, of course, but they're not so funny because it's connected with death. But there are some conspiracy theories about that some celebrities are still alive. So in this context, it's positive. As I have said that some people, they want to believe in something because... It will be more comfortable, etc. And of course, everyone has their favorite celebrities. What are your favorite celebrities? For me, Camila Cabello. Um, for me, Justin Bieber. Yeah, for sure, alive. But <laughs> some people, they had celebrities like Michael Jackson, Jim Morrison, etc. And also Elvis Presley. And their death of such famous people were big events. And this is why I think some conspiracy theories were created. But let's talk in details about the details of the death and what the arguments people had about their death and what arguments they had in proof that these celebrities are still alive. 
talking about Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison of the Doors died in Paris, France on July 3, 1971. He was a singer, he was a songwriter, he was very famous, but he was very young to die because he was only 27 years old. Fans were left with very little explanation as to how their hero has passed. Earlier that year, Morrison had moved to Paris after being convicted in the USA for the indecent exposure and open profanity after the allegedly exposed himself on stage during the Miami gig in 1969. He was sentenced to six months in jail and while he was appealing the verdict, he decided to take off for Paris. So there was a very complicated situation as you have seen uh, in the USA and this is why he tried to leave the country. And it's like the beginning of this conspiracy theory. While in Paris, Morrison lived in a first floor apartment in the Marais with his partner Pamela Corson during a time when many believed the musician was attempted to clean up his life. The widely accepted story states that it was Corson who had found Morrison's body in the bath top of their apartment in Paris. Worried that she might be linked to the death, had the authorities known about the drug overdose. She gave a false account of events explaining that he was her cousin and that he had suffered a head attack. So we can see there is uh, some very complicated story because of the law, because she was worried that she will be convicted on the murder of the Morrison. And the French authorities waived an autopsy by Corson's request and allowed her to justify bury her lover near the port's corner. So, after the funeral, just two days after his death, the sad news were made public. As no official autopsy was conducted, the general assumption is that Morrison had died of an overdose. Corson attended to this too in some of her later depictions of his death before she she too met an untimely death in 1974, so several years after that, following an overdose in Los Angeles. The hustly burial and lack of evidence naturally stripped up some interesting conspiracy theories as to what really happened that night in 1971. So, talking about one theory popularized by British journalists in the 1980s suggested that Morrison's death have been a carefully orchestrated murder committed by the USA Central Intelligence Agency CIA again. There they are again, oh my god. Everywhere in every conspiracy theory, the motive behind such an eventually would be an effort to host an important icon of the burgeoning counterculture that the Western world has been experiencing over the previous decade. Other similar theories point fingers towards the French secret services or claim it was Zionist plot. The exit location of the desk has been widely accepted as the bathtub of the flat Morrison has been staying in. However, some people have alleged that early Morrison in fact died in the toilet of a Paris nightclub. Named the Rock and Roll Circus, Bernard, the manager of the club where Roman Polanski and Marianne Feinful had been regulars, once claimed that a couple of drug dealers have dragged Morrison's body into a taxi and returned it to the apartment. Now we see the new facts about his death, or maybe not death. He claims that the owner of the club has 
kept this to himself for fear of scandal. Other claims state that he had overdosed in the club, but succumbed to it a day or two later. It appears there is always going to be an air of mystery when someone so cunning is taken from us at such a young age, especially under such circumstances. In any case, some claims over the years have stated that Morrison perhaps hadn't died at all and had just faked his death to start fresh and leave the troubles on his past life behind. As we have mentioned that he had the problems with law in USA before it and this is why he left the country. But in any case, he was with the same personality, with the same passport and CIA or other public organizations could find him without any troubles. And the Durs um, organist Ray Monzarek has stated that he could back this theory based on conversations he remembered having with the troubled frontman in 1970. It appears that Manzarek isn't alone with this theory. In 2016, reports from fans plagued the internet after Morrison Duppelanger had been seen in Oregon living under the new name of William Lawyer. So it may be a person that looks like him or it may be him. We don't know. And we won't know, but maybe there will be some evidence of it. What do you think about it? I think that sometimes it's too difficult to accept that someone has died. And that is why I think that people prefer to think that they are still alive. And let's talk about Michael Jackson. As I remember, I was a child at this time, but this uh, news about the death of Michael Jackson, it was very hard for the whole world because he was the iconic singer. And it's not surprising. I'm not surprised that a lot of people started to believe that he's still alive. And let's talk about and discuss some facts that can be connected with this conspiracy theory. There are several theories around Michael Jackson's death. One theory suggested that Jackson is still alive as and has faked his death because he was heavily in debt. However, he post-mortem report confirmed that the body was that of the Jacksons. But it looks a little bit similar with the previous story that he had some problems, in this case also public, like with the money in debts with the banks. But for me, it's very hard to believe in it because he was a pop star. But who knows? I need to discover more facts about it. His bank accounts, but I think it's very hard. <laughs> but logically, I think that it can be truth if the person wants just to skip, to escape from the depths. And also, I have heard the stories that for some people it's better to disappear on the peak of their career because if we will see all their iconic singers and stars and celebrities are popular and they died in the middle of their career. In most cases, it's because of the drug overdose, etc. But if they will be still alive, no, I'm not sure about it, but it's a long process. But if he, on the top of his career, everybody loves this celebrity and he just disappeared, it's like the big event. And also, there can be a connection, also was the theory, that Michael Jackson was tired of his popularity and he just wanted to 
to live his life. And this is why it was fabricated uh, his death in order just to pass this period of uh, his famous period and just to start to live his personal life. It was another theory. And uh, soon after his death, a border officer had seen Michael Jackson crossing the border from California to Mexico. However, not a single person in Mexico has seen Jackson yet. But who knows, maybe he changed his appearance. And several Michael Jackson fans still think he's alive. There are plenty of theories that are supported by pictures that claim that the legendary singer is still alive. Obviously, the pictures show a look-alike person. There is another conspiracy theory not connected with the fact that he is alive, but connected with the theory that he was murdered. Michael Jackson's only daughter, Paris, says she believes her father was murdered. Michael Jackson died due to drug overdose. Reports also stated that he died from the combination of drugs in his body. The star was heavily addicted and was injected daily with that medication. Dr. Conrad Murray, Jackson's doctor, was convicted of the artist's death and later he was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter and was sentenced to two years of jail. And let's talk also about another very popular star and celebrity, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley, the legendary singer and movie star who became known as the king of rock and roll, died in 1977. His death on August 16, 1977 stunned the music industry and devastated millions of fans worldwide. In the days following his funeral, speculation grew among a small group of skeptics that Elvis might not have died after all. Despite clear statements from doctors and coroner that the 42-year-old superstar was dead, disbelievers were adamant that the garating beloved baritone had faked his own death to go into hiding, as we have mentioned before with uh, Michael Jackson. Over the past four decades, fans across North America have insisted that They have spotted Presley out and about. In 1989, three so-called Elvis enthusiasts even created the Elvis Sighting Society. Can you imagine to monitor these apparent incidents? Some people even claimed he appeared as an extra in the 1990 blockbuster Home Alone. Oh my God, that is a very famous movie. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how he was there, but okay. Let's talk about another conspiracy theory that some believe Elvis was connected to the mafia. Ooh. Sounds juicy, juicy. It does. One of the biggest theories on why Presley may have faked his death is because he had to in order to escape from the mafia. Gilbert Giorgio, the author of the 1988 bestseller book Is Elvis Alive? You have seen, like you see, there's a book about it even, recalled in a recent interview with Time how he poured through the thousands of FBI documents to come to the conclusion that Presley was an American hero who had to go into witness protection. Again, it's connected with FBI and CIA. Yes, always. <laughs> always. Do I know if Elvis is alive today? No, I didn't know, she said. But I know he didn't die on August 16. Wow. 
very complicated phrase. He's not died, but he's not alive, but who knows. Rejorger said the FBI enlisted Presley as an undercover agent in 1976 to help the agency infiltrate a criminal organization called the Fraternity. Presley volunteered, squirted by his love of America and respect for the FBI, according to Brewer Georgia. The author said the agency had approached Presley because a member of the fraternity had appeared dealings with Presley over the sale of an airplane the singer had. But when Presley was found to be a mole, he was put into the witness protection program. Brewer Georgia said, sitting, what she said was evidence from FBI documents and interviews. Now we see some improvements. Elvis faked his death because he was going to be killed and there was no doubt about it, she said. The FBI never investigated Presley, but a folder in his name was created because he had been the target of several extortion attempts of the FBI probed. Others point to Elvis Tombstone as evidence. Besides believed sightings, skeptics also point to what they insist are slip-ups from Presley's family in media interviews and the apparent name misspelling on the King's Tombstone as proof of a cover-up. The skeptics say Presley's middle name was purposefully spelled wrong. Iron instead Aaron on his topstone because putting his real name would have been taboo since he was alive. The bankers say the king started spelling his middle name Aaron instead of Aaron later in life. So Samantha, basically, because there were two A's instead of one, people believe that he's alive because someone made a mistake. Yes. Because That's incredible. Double A and one A. Yes, but uh, the second theory, I'm not sure at all. But the first one, it can be like just to escape from the mafia. It sounds rational as for me. And yes, to fabricate their death. But of course, FBI won't say, oh, yeah, he's alive. Just I don't know. But I think that it can be the truth. I'm not sure, but it was connected with the documents of FBI. Even the book was written. And also, I have seen the video. I was um, learning about this story and there is a guy in the America in the USA and the people say that he is Elvis Presley because there was a camera. Elvis Presley has a special sign and there was like secret camera and this man his face was similar with Elvis Presley and he just suddenly made the same sign. Unfortunately, I can show to our dear listeners. But is it a gesture or what is the sign? It's the sign of touching somehow the face, but it was the special sign of Elvis Presley and also this guy had some clothes of Elvis Presley and some people think that it's connected with that and also there was a photo of funeral of Elvis Presley Presley. And if you will see this photo, you will see that he doesn't look like Elvis Presley because the guy in the funerals that pretended, let's say, pretended to be Elvis Presley was too young. And some people said that it was wax figure. So who knows? Who knows? Talking about Elvis Presley, I also think that the mafia theory is more logical. But also I think that the creativity of the people is incredible. For me, it is hard to believe that they 
are alive and uh, this is a lie because they love what they did. It is hard for me to believe that it is a lie and they want to hurt their fans or family and stop doing what they love. I totally agree with you, yes. And there are more, of course, the conspiracy theories connecting with the idea that some celebrities are alive, but maybe we will discuss it later because there are a lot of, a lot of such conspiracy theories. Maybe we can do a part two. Yeah. So listeners, be careful because we might be coming with another one. Yes. Okay, girls, there are a lot of theories related to aliens. For example, is it the Area 51, that is an old military base that the U.S. began occupying in the 1915 during the Cold War? The objective was to have a place as a locality to create weapons before a possible confrontation with the Russian. Today, this area is still used as an Air Force base. However, there are those who say that the U.S. keeps their secrets about aliens and UFOs there. Chasat Botlazar, a worker who said in an interview that he had seen photos of aliens' bodies and that the U.S. government used this place to examine alien chips. There are also those who think that the first travel to the moon in 1969 was recorded there. On the other hand, Jim Friedman, who was an administrator of the base, told National Geographic that he heard that Area 51 was just a door to an another area is still more secret. We don't know if it's true or not, but... What is clear is that there is a lot of mystery and secrecy about this place because, for example, the pilots who participate in this training use code names and during the meetings they cannot take notes or they don't have a radio or television. Also, the pilots can even tell their families what they did for a living. One of the pilots, for example, told his wife that he was repairing television. No, even President Bill Clinton really knew what they workers were doing there, as journalist Annie Jacobsen told in one of her books. In addition, Area 51 is so heavily protected that the guards are authorized to shoot anyone who try to cross the limits. Yes, I think aliens have been a really big conspiracy theory since forever. Like Area 51 has been like also a meme. I don't know if you guys have seen on Twitter there was popular when some people broke in <laughs> Area 51 and were doing like, I don't know, stupid things like running like anime characters and stuff. I think it's very mysterious. Everything that goes on inside that place, I think is just really creepy and mysterious. I also have seen the videos where people had the festivals and they were wearing the aliens costumes and they were just partying near this area. But it's for me, it's just funny. I think that it's big theory about the aliens in total, but uh, talking about this area, for me, it's just funny. And now I want to go to another place because we are in the USA. Yeah, we've been talking about a place that is mysterious. But there are some people who believe that there are some places that don't exist. Some countries that are on maps but actually are not real countries. Samantha, what can you tell us about this? Have you been ever in Finland? I have not. Me neither. But in any case, you didn't miss anything because Finland doesn't exist. What? 
Yes. And it's very popular theory. When I got known it, I was so surprised because at this time I already have been, let's say, Finland in this land or not land, I will say later, twice. And for me it was, what? How the Finland that is so close to Russia that I knew from my childhood and I have visited in my childhood doesn't exist. So, the conspiracy theory originates from Reddit and was first popularized in 2016. I can imagine how Finnish people were surprised from this year, like, okay, so we don't exist. <laughs> It began as a joke, but quickly gained support online, leading to numerous subreddits and websites explaining why Russia and Japan made up a fictional country in 1918. Saying that a country is not real and the people there are like, what? What are we then? Furthermore, and yeah, that it was just the agreement between Russia and Japan. Okay, let's make the new country for the world. The news origination wise reported the notion goes that the two nations created Finland so that Japan could fish the sea that truly exists there without any environment and complaints. The fish that are caught are then shipped via the Trans-Siberian Railway, the real reason it was built by the way, from the eastern Russia coast to Japan under the disguise of Nokia products. Can you imagine it like they just agreed? to make the country and just the sea so the country doesn't exist in order to transfer it the whole Russia. Like, Russia is very big. Even Japan has their own sea and a lot of fish there. Wise continues by stating that, according to the theory, other countries have agreed to keep it a secret and allow Finland to serve as a model for a better world. No real country could be so constantly placed first in education, in healthcare, in gender equality, literacy, rates, national stability, the least corrupt government in the world, freedom of the press. Read the theory. It's a concept for countries and people to aspire to. So they just wanted to combine two aims to transfer the fish through the Russia and also to show to everyone there is a best country that exists. So it's like the example for you, all the countries. But the thing is, a country cannot be that perfect. If it's that perfect, it doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's That's true. so funny. In 2021, Jessica Wood wrote for the cultural trip. In the Cold War area around the mid-20th century, Japan and the Soviet Union supposedly shared a secret about a stretch of the Baltic Sea between the Soviet Union and Sweden. The two nations collectively spread the idea that there was a landmass known as Finland on this stretch of ocean to keep the good fishing spots to themselves. The Japanese were free to fish as much as they liked here without worrying about international laws as long as they gave their fair share to Russia. Miss Wood further elaborates. But what about the 5.5 million people of Finland who live here and the thousands who emigrate or visit? The conspirators have an answer for that too. Of course. They say the Finnish people while believing they live in Finland are currently resident in small towns throughout Sweden, Estonia and Russia in remote forested areas. There is where people traveling to Finland are actually flown to. 
And also talking about the Finnish language, some believers of this conspiracy theories, maybe you have heard that Finnish language is very, very hard. And they have said that it's just imagination language. And this is why it's so hard, because this country doesn't exist at all. There's also the new nap where you can see there's a space between Sweden, Estonia and Russia. And it's like just the sea. No Finland at all. A new map. A new map. So what do you think about this very funny and interesting conspiracy theory? It's just fun. It's insane to think about a country not existing to be like, it's just imagination. It's just a tool for Russia and Japan. It's like so funny. Yeah, totally. But then if you travel to Australia or Finland, where are you? <laughs> We don't know. Yeah, because also Australia, <laughs> yes. right? Like Australia also doesn't exist. Of course. And, uh, what happened with the people live there? There are beards with shape of person. <laughs> They don't exist. Oh, there was a. It's so funny. They are ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> they are ghosts. It was. Uh, I was watching the video where the Australians were reacted to their conspiracy theory. We'll talk about Australia now, and they were okay, but why? And it was very funny to see the reactions of the people who are Australians who live in Australia, and they okay. So we don't exist. Very nice. So let's talk a little bit about Australia to continue our conspiracy geographic theories. So, Australia doesn't exist at all. The signs were there the whole time. In what country is the only thing more poisonous than the snakes, the spiders? How did we ever believe that kangaroos were a thing? Because they look so strange. So, it's just our imagination. This discovery, believed by some to be a joke or a conspiracy theory, has been circulating on social media in recent weeks after being formulated on Reddit in early 2017. Except in turns out not to be the only theory of its kind through the years online sleuths have found that all sorts of places doesn't exist and there's the theory that australia it's just latin america so if you have the flight to australia you just fly to latin america and also there was this theory that australia it's like the movie stage and wow. it's uh, fabricated and people living here maybe you have seen the movie with the jim carrey when he was in the imagination the truman show yeah truman show so it's also another theory about Australia that people were born them and everything is filming and it's like the project but people just don't know about it it's very very funny yeah that's very interesting like to think they're all actors and also I I'm thinking about what you said before about the poisonous snakes and the spiders and stuff what if they tell us that there are very dangerous animals so we don't go there and see that it was all fake Yes, for sure. Wow. You know, mind blowing. Yes. <laughs> also, there was a fact, like the historical fact about Australia, that the prisoners from all the countries were sent to Australia. And it's also the bad reputation of this country or not country. And, and also that there are a lot of cannibals there. Oh, no. 
Yes. So I agree with you. Maybe they just imagine it in order. Okay. Okay. Kangaroos are very nice. They're too cute. Because of the kangaroo, I will go to Australia. But and koalas, of course. But talking about cannibals, spiders, the prisoners, etc. Snakes, sharks. Snakes, sharks. It's like you will think, okay, but I don't want to go there. And maybe it's like the idea just to continue this movie and people just under the experiment. For me, the most uh, curious is why those two country, why they chose, why only two and exactly these two. Yeah, because they would be like, Spain doesn't exist. They could be like, Russia doesn't exist. Exactly. But why <laughs> Australia and Finland? <laughs> exactly. I understand you completely, yeah. I don't know. Like, about Australia, I can imagine because this country is so far away from other countries. But Finland, like in the middle of the Europe, it's very hot. I don't know. They have their own logic. And let's continue a little bit about other interesting things in modern geography of conspiracy fans. Another Reddit user suggested that Italian region of Molise population, 300,000, doesn't exist. Apparently, it's the result of an Italian in-joke, while Brazilians have had for at least five years an online theory that the northwestern state of Acre doesn't exist, or else is a land that time forgot still populated by dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaurs. Oh, my God. Yes. Can you imagine it? So you can see that there are a lot of conspiracy theories connected uh, with the geography. Yeah, when we do a part two, I want to know more about this section. I will entrust you to do it because yes. I think it's just fantastic. We need to find more evidence. So let's buy the ticket to Australia. And let's to find participate out. <laughs> in this big movie project. Yeah. Let's find out if it's real or not by going. Yes. So last one, girls. I want to talk about Disney. Do you guys like Disney? Yes, I love it very much. I have visited and I was so happy. And also we had the show about Disney because we are big fans of this uh, amusement park. I don't usually see a lot of uh, movies Disney, but I want to know more about it. Yes, because this isn't specifically about theme parks, which, as Samantha said, we have two programs about theme parks, so you can check them out. But this is about the movies and the conspiracy theories behind these movies. So, for example, the first one is about Tarzan and Beauty and the Beast. This theory suggests that Jane from Tarzan is the granddaughter of Belle of Beauty and the Beast. It makes sense. Who else would have inherited that iconic purple and white tea set? Because in the movie in Tarzan, you can see the tea set. Plus, Jane was excellent at communicating with a beast-like man. Sounds familiar? Oh my god, I see this connection and they look very similar. <gasps> yes, it could be. But how Belle can be... Because Belle was supposed to be like, maybe like 18th to 19th century mm -hmm. because it was like friends yes. in like a castles. really long time. Yeah, castles and like people not having cars, having like, yeah. I don't know, like carriages and stuff. So yeah, it feels like Jane was maybe a, a little later when they could travel by boat to places. Maybe in the end of 18th century? Maybe, we don't or know. 19th century? I don't know. 
But yeah, also about boats, we have the conspiracy theory about Frozen and Tangled. Because I don't know if you've seen, but in the movie Frozen, you can see Rapunzel and Eugene at Princess Elsa's coronation. That you can see them clearly that they were there. So there's a very possible theory out there that Elsa and Anna are cousins of Rapunzel. And actually, the boat comes from when Anna and Elsa's parents left by boat. They are thought to not be dead because the boat sank. But people actually think that they were Tarzan's parents, that the boat actually arrived to the island where Tarzan was born and that they had him and then they died because of the leopard. My childhood understanding of all these cartoons are just bombed by your theories. But not your theories, but these theories. Oh my God. But it sounds so logical. Yes. For the first time, the conspiracy theory sounds very, very logical. I mean, because this is fiction, so it can be whatever we want. It's not yes. reality. That's what I like about them. And then lastly, Aladdin. Some Disney conspirators have examined the details and determined that Aladdin takes place in the future. The genie claims he has been locked up for 10,000 years, placing the story far away in the future. Plus, genie impersonates actors from our time, meaning they couldn't have been alive in the ancient world and therefore got locked in a lamp during the 20th century. In this future, the magic inventions of flying carpets and talking monkeys were really just a state of the art technology. And the other one is that, have you ever thought about the possibility that the entire story of Aladdin could have just been made up by the salesman we meet at the beginning of the movie to try to get us to buy the lamp? Like Aladdin did not happen. That's another theory. But it's so sad. It sounds very sent to marketing. <laughs> yes, that's why they didn't do it like that. Like, this is just a story, I think. So yeah, but that's another interesting one. Sorry, girl, because I haven't seen many of these movies, and so I can give a good opinion, but it will seem like fantasy that Disney movies are related to each other. And it is great that movies have a light vision watching them. Now I want to see all of these movies. We are wrapping up because we already talked about a lot of interesting theories and you have to watch out for part two because we will definitely make one after this program. It has been really nice and very interesting. Thank you, girls. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. And don't forget to follow us on our social media. We are Mushtar FM on Facebook and Instagram. And see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.